If you have no physical ability, you can adjust the exercise level to your... <laughs> so you just have to, like, just wiggle a little bit and the game plays itself. Yeah. If you're one of the it. fat asses that bought this thing. Right. And you want to feel validated by your purchase. <laughs> yeah. Do you think dudes who saw Sleeping Beauty in the 40s got turned on by Sleeping Beauty? Probably. Like, that was the first porn of, like, an, of like an, I'm attracted to a cartoon character. I mean, that's probably around for everybody. Yeah. Or was it Cinderella? What came first? Cinderella. Or, I think Sleeping Beauty. Picture books. No, but, like, animated. Know. That's when they see a picture book. Because picture books back in those days were fucking ugly. Nobody want to look at those girls. Sleeping okay. Beauty, on the other hand. She doesn't do it for me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Try Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around, talk about the games and the playing things going on in our lives. Today, I have with me Justin. I want to be called the the bodybuilding dragon. <laughs> and then... I'm the best there is at what I do. And what I do is eat. I eat a lot. You kind of went in opposite directions there. Yep. Cool. I was trying to be very wise, very sage-like. Okay, uh, so first up on the on the docket, we'll go with Ben. Oh, okay, way to put me, William, first. Um, I'm well. Okay, first off, me and we Justin got started play. high, and then we gotta go low. All right, fine. So, uh, first off, me and Justin play Smash. I whooped his ass. Moving on. Uh, not kidding. Um, <laughs> I got some good uh, licks in. Yeah, you got some good licks in. Although we were playing with items and moving stages, so if we were playing one v one with like none of the half as bullshit, I probably would have won. But it was not about that. It was about having fun. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was nice to play Smash Brothers um, with doing the item stuff. Because I, as I was talking to Justin when we played on Wednesday, uh, whenever I play Smash Brothers, and this is not really wrong, but the guys I play with, they want to do 1v1s because they go to tournaments. They, 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 they're they not big names or anything, but, but they, they play for the competitiveness. And I love that. I get that adrenaline rush for it. But it was just nice to play Smash for fun, you know, like yeah. how it's supposed to be played. Um, that's why I don't, like, go super serious with it, because, like, we're just having fun. I'm just going to screw around and be dumb. If I win, yeah. cool. If I don't, that's fine. We still had fun. I don't really care. Well, I have I have fun with the competitive guys. It's all about having fun. It was, we just have fun on a... It's a different level of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different um, level of more, fun. It's, it's like, it's like it's, you know, it's like people who get have fun from being competitive like super competitive and like it's not about the win it's about what you go through to to whether win or lose and you learn that's i mean that's fighting games in general that's why i love playing them uh so that was fun i played out other characters i didn't really play although i probably forgot all of them by now um so i got to i got to play them i love that i got i confused that I confused justin was when i told him that Crom was a dad he's like he's a dad he's like yeah he's seen his father he's so dead yeah and the only reason i picked lucina as my wife and Awakening was because I wanted to say, I fucked my best friend's daughter from the future. Because that sounded funny to me. And it still is. Um, so that was fun. A lot of fun games. Um, I'm looking forward to playing more Smash with Justin. Um, the big game I played though this week was Astral Chain. A lot more Astral Chain. Um, I have one criticism of it, surprisingly. No, I'm not going to be positive for once. The camera at some points. Um, so... In my, maybe I'm just misremembering things and I haven't played Bayonetta 2 in a while. But most Platinum games give you like a pretty big room to work with in terms of the combat arenas. For the most yeah. part. Not all the time. Sometimes they can put you in narrow hallways. But for the most part, for so, like I don't know what it is about Castle Chain, but it feels like a lot of the environments that they put you in are very claustrophobic. Which makes sense within the world because I mean the whole world's basically on this one island now. And while the rest of the world is just in this like ether dimension spoilers and so like but like there are points where like the the enemy will just rush up my ass you know i'm just taking that pounding over and over again and it slightly feels good um <laughs> but like the camera like gets in my way so and then i'll die as a result of it but you know okay. other, other than that it's not too bad i still really enjoy it i still love doing the detective stuff talking to people getting notes you know, finding things. I uh, since we've played, I've unlocked this um, Hulk Legion, which is you can actually get into him like a mech, and you can basically JoJo punch. So like the thousand punches things, it's actually pretty sick. Um, that show is actually on Canadian Netflix now. 
Yeah, I hear, I, I hear memes. That's all, that's all I know. That show is just 100% memes. As far I want to watch it for the memes. Yeah. yeah. I hear it's good, but I'm not going to watch it out of principle because I have integrity. Um, so, uh, so I got the locked in. Who doesn't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. It's just, I don't know. You see, you see too many memes of something, you said I don't want to watch it. You know, that's why I didn't watch Evangelion for the longest time. Um, still haven't. But uh, so he's, it's cool. Um, then I unlocked the Dog Legion, which you can pet, which is nice. You can dig up things. It's cool, and and you can switch in, and just like any platinum game where you get new weapons, you can switch between them just by pressing the L button. It feels organic. Um, it feels super cool for me to like chain like basically if you do a circle around an enemy with the legion you can basically tie them down you can tie multiple legions multiple enemies down and basically just make them pinatas which is really cool. Uh, but now it started the story starting to get into like the more conspiracy theory thing. I think that's why I like the story of this game because like it's it's just all like one big conspiracy theory of like what the fuck is going on and just layers upon layers. And uh, I tweeted this out but nobody. Nobody liked my tweet. <laughs> I'm gonna quit Twitter. Um, where uh, the 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 person behind the the guy the guy at this project, the little legion things you walk that walk around with you, he's talking to his board about well, what are we gonna do? Because this is after um, an event happens. I was gonna spoil it. And then he's like, well, like, well, what are solutions? And then he says these words, which freaked me out because these weren't good words. In the last platinum game, I heard he said. We shall become as gods. And I went, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, not that. Mm. If you want to know what that means, go play Near Automata, a.k.a. the game of the year in 2017. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I really dig it. Uh, I like the world. And, like, now the worlds are getting, not worlds, but the section's getting bigger. So it kind of has, like, a Yakuza feeling every time you go into a case file where it's, like, it's big enough, but it's not overwhelmingly big. And you're doing, like, random side quests. Um, you know, to like either to help a kid find their dog or, um, you know, tracking down a mugger. Like it's just, it's just stuff that you would do as a cop and it feels cool. God, I can't believe I said this. It feels good to play a cop that's not an asshole who's going to kill people. Ben's a cop. Civilians. Well, I mean, you're in Texas. That's your only example. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, it's, it's really good. It it doesn't feel like a traditional platinum because I feel like they're changing things up just enough. Um, and you can actually, uh, I, there's a moment where, um, you have to do a side quest. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week where there's like a big mascot dog called Lappy that kind of teaches you everything. Uh, there's a side quest where the girl who actually plays, who actually is inside the mascot suit tells you she's Lappy, but it's like the worst kept secret in the entire like police headquarters. It's like everybody fucking knows she's, you're Lappy, but they kind of just like want to not mess with, like destroy her by telling her the truth. So she has a fractured ankle, <clears throat> and you have to go around cheering people up as Lappy. And I was like, please, God, let me wear this suit in combat. It's just this dumb mascot dog with this big, goofy, like, sort of, like, tongue sticking out. And you can't. And I was like, is this going to be an alternate costume? Because there, there, there's options to change your outfit. Uh, but it's not, and it made me very sad. Um, and you actually unlock more customizable things as you play along. You can get sunglasses, you can get glasses, you can get necklace, you can get, a, um, uh, head stuff. You can, I actually got a gas mask that I have on right now, so I look more mysterious, because, you know, you always look more mysterious when you put a mask on. Um, but I, I like it, although I wish I played as the girl now, because I've looked at other, most people are playing as the girl, and I don't know what, like, Platinum is, but they love to give their girls the best butts in video games. Like, I mean, 2B wasn't evident enough. And it's the same for the the uh, protagonist girl A in this one. So, But I'm playing as a male because, you know, whatever. I, I, I want to be a guy. Uh, but yeah, go play it. If you haven't bought it already, go put it on layaway at your local Walmart for like 50 bucks. Actually, Walmart has a price of $50. So if you know somebody with a Walmart discount card, steal it. And uh, get it for forty five dollars. There you go. I just saved you some money. You can thank me. Send money to my cash, <laughs> cash app at Marvelous Siggy. Uh, I play a little bit more of the Dragon Quest demo. I'm getting trying to move more into that as that game's ever daunting release date is right around the fucking corner. Uh, what dawned on me is I love how old school it is, and in a sense of how its mechanics are. Now they could get super crazy as the game actual game once I play the actual game. 
But, like, it feels nice to just play a game where, like, okay, press a button, select a, a thing, and do the thing. That's it. You run around the... It, it just feels so old school after playing so many games where, like, I'm doing, like, chain combos and, um, you know, meter building and all this other stuff, which is fine. It feels good to play something that's, like, older, you know? I still... I The music is annoying. It's not good. I don't think it's good. It's just always in my face. Just like you remember those Pokemon that like people complain about Pokemon. Uh, was it Ruby and Sapphire that had the trumpets, uh, like the trumpet noises? I never felt that playing those games, at least in the remake. But here I'm feeling it. I'm just like, okay, shut up. I'm just walking in a field. I don't need you to be blaring music in my face. Uh, but I did get to a point, I got to the kingdom that you're supposed to go to because you just revealed your luminary. And without spoiling it, let's just say, shit goes a little bit, not dark, but a little bit of like, oh, okay, this is where we're going now. And it actually get me interested, which I thought was cool. Um, and I think I met my first party member, which is neat. I like the game. I can't wait for the official release. And uh, while I don't have it yet, the last game I played was the first demo mission of Damon X Machina, which is available now. I can say that because this is going to be released after... We record this, so it'll be available now. Actually, it's available right now, right now. But not you're right now, right now, right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I was super tempted to buy it. Like, not put it on layaway like I did earlier today. Because it felt so good riding that mech and just strafing left and right. Like, it's just so cool. And, you know, playing as emo as Edgelord Samus is really cool, too. I never posted it on Twitter. I should do that. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to play more of this game and do more customizable stuff with your mech and see where the story goes. Uh, I just hate that Marvelous, the publisher, not the devs behind this game, are, like, copywriting everything on YouTube related to it. So, like, either you take off money for it or you there's not going to be any kind of coverage for this game. And this game... I want this game to succeed, damn it. And it's not going to because of what's out and this stupid PR strategy. I don't know what's going on. Um... But go try the demo out at least. That's free. You, I know I don't know how long the demo is, but I did the first mission, and I think, and it gives me another mission after that, which I haven't had a chance to get to, because Astral Chain's been kind of keeping me busy. But uh, yeah, I think. Oh, this is the other thing I played. One last note. Uh, there's a fan game going around right now called Capcom Universe, which I had like somebody had retweeted it. I think it's from the same people who did a fighting, who did a Mugen for Dragon Ball. Uh, it was called Hyper Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it was right before Dragon Ball Fighters came out. It was actually really, really good from what I saw. Uh, so this is a fan game that you can go to the website. It's totally free. It's not going to corrupt your PC. Uh, a lot of some of the bigger uh, fighting game streamers I know are talking about it. It's basically a sprite-based 2v2 Capcom All-Stars fighting game. Uh, the roster, it's not complete. It, it's still in its beta form, but it's free. Of course it's free. And it's pretty good. Like, uh, the only thing is you have to map your buttons every time you, you start it up, which isn't too bad. Uh, if you go to the website, it, it tells you, like, which ones, like, which, because it reads your keyboard first, like, which buttons assigned to which, so it's not too hard. The only thing is, though, movement, you either have to decide between the D-pad or the uh, analog stick, and you can't switch in between. Um, and for some reason, assist is start as a default, so you're going to want to switch assist it's weird. weird it's it's not perfect it's a beta you know yeah but it's cool like it has some unique characters in there um that you would i mean a lot of them are taken from sprites from other games but overall its presentation looks really really good and uh no online you know just obviously obviously just local but it's it's a cool little project that's going on i think they just added wesker um so you know if you played wesker and ultimate marvel's capcom 3 you get your 2d wesker fix and he looks pretty sick and i think they just like, Roll was already in the game, and, uh, like, they put some new, they gave her new stuff, and they're gonna add either Mega Man, uh, Mega Man X Zero or Mega Man Zero Zero. That was very confusing to say that. I'm I interested. hate you. I hate you, KG Inafune. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. I only played, like, a, like arcade mode for a bit, because I actually glitched it out. I was fighting anything against Mike Hagar and somebody else, and I think I did a knockdown, and they were just off the map off the stage and they didn't respond I'm like uh I broke the game so I had to quit and restart and I didn't restart because it was late but yeah go go check out the game just follow just search on Twitter Capcom Universe 
um, and download it. It's free. I recommend people trying it. Uh, but that's all I played because I think I went as long as Justin did. And time! Speedrunner! Did I break the limit? <laughs> it's hard to say because we were recording for a while before we started. That's true. I'm going to say I broke the limit then. Um, but that, I mean, that's like, I have 20 minutes recorded total. And we've probably only been actually live for like 10 of that. So you did not break my record. <laughs> well, I mean, no, well, I was trying to be. Why do you have to make him feel bad? Oh, who me? You no. wanted to be under. Okay, then good job. I beat him in Smash, so I, 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 I will never feel bad. You beat me in pretty much every game we played because you like competitive things that you're good at, and mm. only competitive things that you're good at. I mean, what, 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 what things am I not? What would you challenge him to? Yeah, challenge me to something. It'll be fun, <sighs> right? Like disc golf, Mario that's, that's Kart thing. could be fun. We do. Oh, I haven't played that game in like two years. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That's we can get Thomas in on Wednesday. that. Yeah, Mario Kart next Wednesday, dudes. I'd have to buy it again. I don't want to spend ninety dollars. I thought you had it on Switch. No, I refuse oh. to buy it again because it's like eighty, ninety dollars here. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, then we can just do it without you. That's fine. That's fine. I'll have fun with Mario Kart. Yeah, because I'm actually pretty good at that. And I um to to I guess transfer into my thing. Uh, I'll start off by saying I played some more of the SNES uh, online games with a friend of mine. I wanted to do some more of the co-op stuff, because I had focused on single-player stuff before. Um, and we actually did play a, a little bit of classic Mario Kart. And honestly, I still think that game holds up. Yes! Yes! It's... The, the way it controls is kind of funky, because like literally the map just kind of pans around you. It's most seven! <laughs> yeah. But, like, that actually... It's kind of slick. Like, there's no, you know, there's no sliding around or anything. It's just very much, like, panning. Yeah. So like all of the turns feel really smooth. You know exactly like how however much you hit the button, that's exactly how much you turn. Like it works. I don't know how, but it works. Um and my friend was not as good at it. He didn't play it as much it's as I did. It's the only uh Mario Kart with a good battle mode. It's true. We didn't play the battle mode. We just did some uh some races. Yeah. But it's still a very good game. Yes. Um even though the computers are ridiculous yeah. like just so unfair mm-hmm. to the rubber banding bitch. Yeah. yeah like in 50 cc it's ridiculous because i was like ahead of everyone and i think i literally passed like i lapped second place to be still in first place <laughs> um but then we just moved up to 100 cc to kind of compare it a little bit more and everyone was shooting in front of us and like I was pretty regularly in second place, and Luigi was always in front of me, and he always had a star. Like, we were on a course that had maybe one set of item boxes on the entire course. You know, you get one item around, basically. And somehow, every time I got close to him, he would be able to pop a star. Like, it was very obviously cheating. Yeah. (laughs) To where it just wasn't fun anymore. That's, but the that's... actual game itself, like, the controls of it are still really good, considering yeah. it's an SNES Mode 7 game. Um, <clears throat> we also played some Kirby's Dream Land 3, which is also still one of the best Kirby games ever made. And I friggin' love the little little animal guys that you take with you, because they mix up the abilities. There's not that many abilities, I realized. Like, I kind of forgot how few there are. There's, like, Fire, Stone, Cutter, uh, Electric... Uh, broom, weirdly, is like a new one. That's yeah. like why, like they took they took out a bunch, but then they added broom. <laughs> sure, and like none of none of the variations of that are even very good. Um, the cat one's kind of cool because he like pushes you as a rug, so you just kind of like slide forward as he like like mushes on top of you as a sled. Um, but the others are pretty light. Uh, but yeah, like the fact that there's only a few different types of upgrades. Uh, but, like, each different animal, like, drastically changes how those things work is really cool. But the level design, like, the way you find, like, the secrets and stuff in each level is still pretty obtuse. Because it's, like, each level kind of has, like, a thing in it. And each of those things has a different, like, win condition that, like, gives you their, like, their uh, extra piece for the level. Um, for, the, like, the completion bonus. And you don't really know what that's going to be until you see them. Um, and it's usually some kind of hint. Like, you'll see them once, and they'll kind of, like, do something. And then you'll see them again at the end of the level. And if you didn't do the thing, 
they show up at the end of the level like looking sad. If you do the thing, they show up at the end of the level and give you their like star or whatever. But it was never really clear what you're supposed to do for a lot of them. Um, and so that's still kind of a weird feature, but I like the game in general, and the art style is amazing. Um, aside from that, I also, I, uh, I think I said last week that I had started Link to the Past. Uh, I beat it. It's actually, it's really quick. Um, I mean, I played it a lot, too. It was still probably, like, at least ten hours. But, um, I remember, <coughs> like, I recorded two dungeons, um, because I'm trying to get some footage for stuff, that's why I'm playing that one. Um... I'm getting ready for Zelda month and I recorded two dungeons like with all the failures and stuff involved. And it was like just at an hour. So like if you figure each dungeon is about half an hour, it's not a long game. Um, and I gotta say like, I mean, it's nice that it's a quick nostalgic experience, but if that game came out now, like if they just remade that, like from the ground up exactly the same, like they're doing with Link's Awakening, I don't think it would hold up. Like, people go back to it because they have the nostalgia for it, but I don't think mechanically it's a very strong game. The dungeon designs are still anywhere from, like, awful to passing. Um, and that, like, it's very basic. Like, the first game, you know, it was very much like you go into a room, uh, you usually kill so many, many enemies, and then either the doors open or you get a key, or you have to push a block to open the door. Like, that's kind of the three things that happen when you go into a new room in a dungeon. This one is kind of the same way. Even though it's like, you know, the next gen as far as 16-bit, and should be a little more complicated. <coughs> uh, and But, like, the items you get in the dungeons, most of them you never really use. Like, the, uh, the Hookshot dungeon. I thought that's one of my one of the ones I like more, actually. Um, especially as far as water dungeons go, because they're usually terrible. Um, although I think the the water dungeon in Link Between Worlds is better. But that hookshot in general is better. Um, anyway. So you get the hookshot like, towards the end of that dungeon, and you use it maybe twice, optionally, in the actual dungeon. And then you use it on the boss, and then there's one other point in the entire game when you use it. And it's up in the mountains. That's it. And that, that's like a main traversal item. A lot of the other items are, you know, weapons, basically. Like, uh, you use all of the light world weapon, the light world items pretty regularly, but the dark world stuff feels like an afterthought. Like, everything in those dungeons feels like they were just put in so that they could come up with a few puzzles in those dungeons, and that's it. Um, the hammer is a little bit more frequent. Um, the the mirror shield I feel like you don't use at all like it's a required item but there's never there's no like puzzles or anything that make use of it it's not even really that great because it only reflects lasers when you're pointed at them and you can't like put up your shield like in other games where you can kind of like you know side strafe or whatever so you end up just trying to like Pegasus past them instead of actually like dodging anything with the shield itself. I don't know. There's just a, I don't want to get too in the weeds with this, you know, 20 year old game, but there's just a lot of things in it that I don't understand why people still love that game when like they feel so dated now. Well, you said it earlier. It's nostalgia. Yeah. But like people still saying it's their favorite Zelda game. Like nostalgia can only take things so far. It has to still be good you can sit, for it to still be your favorite. To a lot of I'm one of them. It's it's a very fun game to, because it's not overly complicated. It doesn't That's ask true. you to like if like the two big games you hear people talk about Legend of Zelda are Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time takes a lot more investment for somebody to play mm-hmm. versus Link to the Past. It's very much you can yep. pick it up, you can start it, and you can pretty much do do it pretty quickly. I think oh, that's yeah. why a lot of people like it. I mean, like I said, I've, the... I've beaten it twice. Once, well, maybe more than once, but I only remember once on SNES and once on Game Boy Advance. And I still, like, kind of blew through it in probably 8 to 10 hours. Like, it's a very quick experience, even when you don't remember that much about it. But it still has some of the worst dungeons ever made in the whole Zelda series. I'm not... I'll, I will never concede that fact. Um, and even... Wind Wakers the, are worse. What? I said Wind Wakers are worse. Wind Wakers are just forgettable. They're not inherently bad. 
Like, I don't think there's any dungeon in Wind Waker that's worse than the worst dungeons in Link to the Past. But uh-huh. there's no, like, neither of those games have the best dungeons. Anyway. Um, you're right, though. It is a quick experience. It, I enjoyed going back through it. It's just already forgettable. Like, after I finished the dungeon, I was like, okay, let's move on. Zelda Twitter's gonna come after you tonight, you know that, right? I don't care. I've made my You know how many times Justin has made this claim already? Yeah, I've made it many times. This was just to confirm that I still feel that way. It's just like, it's old news at this point. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's why I didn't want to spend too long on it. Just to glow about it next week. But anyway... After that, I started playing A Link Between Worlds because I wanted to see how it compares. Because um, I specifically remember, like, I've only beaten that once when it first came out. But I specifically remember it being, like, infinitely better than Link to the Past. And basically, like, everything that annoyed me in Link to the Past, like the worst dungeons and things like that, were all fixed, quote-unquote, in Link Between Worlds. And the the overworld itself is just as good and all that stuff. Like, everything that was good and linked to the past is still good and everything that was bad is way better. Um, and it actually does have a few of my favorite dungeons. Um, I, I'm actually like part of what I'm doing for Zelda month is like my favorite and least favorite Zelda dungeons. And I'm trying to not do more than one per game to try to make it fair and spread out the wealth, even though it means getting footage from more games, but whatever. Um, and, like, I had a hard time choosing which one I wanted to include from, like, Between Worlds, because there, there's a, probably some that are tied for my favorites. Uh, but replaying it, like, right after like, Link to the Past, it's really slow. Like, it's still better, but there's a lot more dialogue, a lot more, like, hand-holding. You're not just let go after, you know, you finish the castle part, obviously, like you are in Link to the Past. It's like, hey, now go here. And then you have to go do that thing. And then they talk to you for a while. And it's, hey, now go here. And, like, each dungeon has, like, a now go here moment. So even when you get to the, well, dark, it's not dark world. It's just low rule, I guess. Yeah, low. Yeah. The theme to the low rule. Yeah. Even when you get to low rule, like, you technically can go to any dungeon in, in any order. Although you do need some items to get into certain ones um, that you get, like, from other dungeons. Like the Titans might. Um but each one has, like, a little thing you have to do before you get in. And there's always some kind of, like, dialogue stuff before you go in. Whereas Link to the Past, you can just boom, 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 all the dungeons without really talking to anyone, for the most part. Um, and it just feels like they threw a lot more story into this one, but it doesn't do it any favors. Like, the amount of time you have to go to talk to uh, uh, Ravio. Yeah, I think that's his name. I, I don't care about that guy. What? Like, just give me give me my items and let me go. I mean, he's funny, but, like, those kind of gimmicks are, like, are lost after the first playthrough. It's like, oh, that was fun. And then the next time you play it, you're like, alright, let's 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 get to it. Like, that's why I can't play Skyward Sword again. I freaking love that game. It was, a, like, a transcendent experience when I played it. But going back to it, I'm like, oh my god, there's so much story. Just let me play the game. <laughs> and, like, parts that I just want to chug through so I can get to the parts I love. You must hate Metal Gear Solid, then. I don't play Metal Gear Solid. I've never played Metal Gear Solid. Um, I've seen enough, like, cinematics from it to know I wouldn't enjoy it. Because, what, 4 is, like, got 10 hours of cutscenes or something like that? But it's so yeah, but good. The, 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 yeah, it's really it's good. So good. Whatever. Um, but you have to have played the previous two to appreciate 4. Yeah. To get the but, most like, out of 4, yeah. Absolutely. inherently that story is bad. I'm saying, like... I'm mashing through a bunch of dialogue boxes of text you already know just so you can go to the next thing you want to do gets annoying after a while. And Link to the Past has very little of that. Just let me tell you about the Lale Lule though. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Did you hours? Alright, let's break out a new podcast. Well, you're solid. Floor uh, hour. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. I will fucking do that. I will do that I'll, with you. I would you do that do with you. Are you kidding? Oh. Fuck yeah. Okay. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> go, go do that in your own time. I have more Zelda to rant about. Because <laughs> um, this, I mean, this is most of what I played, honestly. Like, I, I'm i deep into Zelda again, and I'm not really sure why. I, I blame the SNES online service. Um, but I wanted to do this nice comparison. I thought it'd be fun. Um, and yeah, I'm still enjoying, enjoying Link Between Worlds. The dungeons are the best part of that game. But everything around the dungeons is just kind of slow. And, like, I'm not actually enjoying exploring the overworld as much as I was in, like, the past. Because that thing moves quick. 
Like, you've got your magic mirror, you know exactly where, well, I mean, you can figure out exactly where all the spots to the dark world are. You can zip into the dark world, whenever you want to get out, you just use your magic mirror, get out, do your thing. In Link Between Worlds, as far as I can tell, like, I don't remember specifically, but the only way you can go between worlds is to go through the, like, the portrait cracks. So, like... To get into low rule, you have to find a portrait crack and then get back to where you were trying to go. To get back out, you have to find a different portrait crack or the same one and go back to the to the light world. And it just feels so much slower and like a lot more like backtracking type stuff to do to actually go anywhere. And sure, there's the you know the uh, fast travel system, which is a godsend, and I wish Link to the Past gave you that earlier. But and again, in Link to the Past, as soon as you get that. All of the things are open. Granted, I think you can only do them in the light world, but still, they're all open right from the start. And this one, you have to find each like weather vein before you can travel to it. So you still have to do all the backtracking to an area, get the weather vein, and then you can skip it all the next time. Um, and it just it feels a lot more modern and therefore a lot slower. And a lot more forgiving, too. Um but it's still great, and I'm not far enough in to really, like, give a, you know, a full review. I just kind of wanted to touch on more of the comparisons while it's still fresh in my mind. Uh, and then a few quick things. I played a little bit of Dead by Daylight um, with my friend Static, and that game's real cool. Uh, she was kind of giving me, like, a, like, an overview of how it plays, because there's a lot of concepts in that game to understand, and mechanics and stuff. And we're going to, like, uh, practice a little bit more before October... And then do kind of like a uh, like a Halloween video type thing. Uh, we did that a few years ago with the Gmod uh, experience. Um, we found like the the perfect kind of like you know kind of spooky but not like too scary and still funny uh, Gmod story and just like did that. And so this one we're just gonna do some matches of this game because it's kind of scary on its own, honestly. Like we did a match with Ghostface, um, who is like the scream guy. So, like, he doesn't have a heart rate, which you can usually use to kind of track where they are. And he has, like, an ability where if he hides and you you look at him, he gets a boost and can, like, zoom after you. Like, he gets a speed boost if you see him before... Uh, so, like, I don't know where I was going with that. So he'll just kind of follow you around and, like, stalk you, waiting for you to look over at him, and then he'll zip towards you. And it's terrifying. <laughs> Um, and there's another guy that, like, can uh, stalk through, like, cornfields, um, which is scary enough as it is. You know, like, just a guy coming out of the cornfield. But this guy specifically, like, he can go invisible and then, like, pop out of the cornfield, like, kind of shimmery, like, predator style, and decloak and just slap, snatch you. And yeah, there's some really scary stuff in that game, but I'm actually enjoying it. Like, I don't usually like scary stuff, but I think because it's kind of a 4v1 uh, like multiplayer experience only playing with friends is actually really cool and it helps uh, alleviate some of the tension um, but sometimes the killers are dicks and I don't like them like they have full control over the battle because you can't really get out if they're just like going around messing with you yeah it seems kind of like one sided yeah well it's not entirely because there are four humans and you basically your whole goal is to like uh, revive some generators <laughs> to open a door to get out and, like, when you have a full team, you have to get four generators. Or, sorry, five generators. So it's four people for five generators against one killer. So you can have one kind of baiting the killer while the other three are doing generators and be out fairly quick. But the killer likes to just kind of mess with everyone. Um, and after so many, like, attacks, you, like, perma-die and you just have to spectate. So then it gets really hard, because once you're down to, like, two or three people, it's pretty one-sided at that point. Um, and we had a few matches tonight, actually, before podcasting, where the killer was just, like, trolling. Um, like, they were basically knocking down one, the one remaining player, um, but not, like, killing them. So there was no way to get out. Like, you couldn't do any generators, because he was just kind of stalking you. And you can't do anything when you're, like, crawling on your belly. Um, and the only way to 
get out is to do the objective. Like, you can't kill the killer or anything. Like, fight back. See, so he was just basically trolling, where the rest of us were watching this match, and unless you disconnect, which you get no points for, you just kind of have to let it happen. And it was not fun at all. Uh, but you can report the players, and, like, you know, there's that whole thing. Uh, there's a lot of, like, checks and balances in there, but you still have to go through, like, upwards of a 30 to 40 minute match of this trolling and get minimal reward for it. And that's not fun at all. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. And I think if you got five human players, it would be like a crazy, like, you know, party mode stream type thing that I, I want to try out sometime, but I would need four friends. Um, and that's hard. But a lot of people own the game, so I just got to reach out. And then um, I'll let Thomas talk about this more, but because he, you've actually played it on your own too, but we started up Gears 5. And that's probably my favorite one so far. Um, yeah, it's the best player one. Yeah, definitely. It's got some cool new stuff in there, like some of the stealth kills and things like that. I like the new weapons. <laughs> um, that that new modern Lancer is awesome. <laughs> With the, the grenade, grenade launcher? Yeah. The, the weapon combat still feels just as good, but the movement is a little more polished. I still don't really like the cover system. There's weird, goofy, dated stuff in there. Um, but, yeah, aside from the fact that my computer can't run it super well, and it <laughs> looks like a like a beefed-up Switch game, uh, it's real good. And I, I definitely want to play more of it. Like We've kind of been like half-playing through the Gears series, because it's like, Oh, this one's not that great. You want to move on? Sure. And so I think I actually want to play all the way through this one. Uh, I'm pretty invested in the characters. I want to see where the story goes. And there's no, like, just quick recap for this one since it just came out. So we have to play through it. And I'm really excited for the open world section next time. Well, considering where we left off, it was pretty big. There's still a lot of questions to be answered. Yeah, yeah. That that little, like, first act ending was intense. Mm -hmm. Like, way crazier than anything that happened in the first four games. Um, uh, so you're done, I guess, right? I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, we played some more Gears 5, or we played Gears 5, me and you. I also played it with my dad. I, we haven't played since that, so I haven't gotten past mm. Act 1. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, some of the weapons are pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, like, like that grenade launcher, uh, it shoots like a, uh, a tracking thing, basically, and it shoots a bunch of missiles up, and it comes back down and lands on them all. Um, there's a lot more opportunities to get ammo and, and, uh, forces you to do some variety. Like, you can rip big guns off of, uh, like, turret placements and drones and stuff and start using those. There's a lot more chances for that. It's a lot of fun. Um, the characters are more well-defined, uh, in Gears 5. I told you I didn't really like them from Gears 4, but this one is, like, a lot more, <laughs> like, the writing is just better. Uh, they're fleshing out the world a lot more. You can actually see the civilization of what Gears is. Uh, I think we're still on Sarah, because uh, that's like the main planet that they're on. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's really cool. And we just got off to the part where I believe it's going to get a little bit more open world, or like a hub area kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you need to check out some more of that. It's really, it's really good. Um, and it's cool that there's like, like a, I mean, I guess spoilers, but they're very limited. There's a time jump, which I didn't expect like so early in the game. Yeah. So like, I really do want to know like also, you know, why why they're kind of split up and like what's going on next, and I'm intrigued again. Also, like I think um, the second no the first main boss encounter I guess the at the theater. That was awesome. That was that was awesome, and that was just the first act. So I can't wait to see what yeah. other kind of levels they have. And like I mean, I loved that whole theater area. Like they did, there was a lot of attention to detail and stuff. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, that that ending, like on the stage, and then like branching out past it, and yeah, that was that was yep. great. Uh, there's a really bad thunderstorm happening, so I don't know if I'm gonna have power. So I'm gonna try and speed through some of this uh -oh. stuff. Because uh, <laughs> last time there was a bad thunderstorm, I lost power for a second. So if I do, I'll see if I can come on right away. Um, you, sure it's a, you sure it's Thunderstorm and not a Metal Gear? Metal Gear. Um, <sighs> you speed it up. <laughs> uh, I went and got just a cup from 7-Eleven. Yeah. Zelda. Uh, you get the best one, too. 
that's the only one they had, so I don't even know what the other one. Oh, okay. Like. You didn't ask me to get it. I feel like you didn't ask you're me not in to Canada. get it. I would have walked. Would have walked to Canada. You're further south than me. <laughs> so much I love you. <laughs> you would have to walk past me to go to Canada. I'll walk five thousand. This is five thousand miles. You next like, stop by. Hey Justin, and then just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, going to Canada. All right. Um. So I did that. Uh. I'm trying to think of what else I played because my brain is happening. Um. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. I I had something I wanted to talk about and I don't remember because it's the storm. I'm trying. I'm pressuring myself. Uh. What did I play? I played Torchlight Two on the Switch. I played Torchlight Two on the Switch. That's oh, a good yeah. version. Um. The, the only gripe I have, uh, that, it's not even a gripe, really, it's hardly noticeable, is that sometimes I, I miss some of the loot. Um, like, there's no, like, button to hover the loot, like, in most, oh. most, yeah, dungeon colors. That's in Torchlight yeah, 2, but I don't think it's in the console version, I haven't found it anyways. But Are the console controls, though, they're okay? Yeah, they're okay, they're fine. Um, it's pretty good. Because I, I actually really liked the Diablo 3 console controls. Like, I have a hard time going back to PC. <laughs> Yeah, they map it pretty well. Like, all the face buttons and the triggers and the shoulder buttons are mapped as well to uh, skills and uh, potions and stuff, so it's pretty good. Does the Switch version let you use the touchscreen? Maybe that's the hover. Ah, you know what? That might be... I, might, I haven't tried that yet. I'm just going to say that. So I mean, it'd only work in handheld, but it's still some, It's an but, option. But yeah. most of the time, they do, they're pretty good about, like, this. your loot is here. Like, if an enemy drops something, there'll be, like, an icon on the screen that says, this is that... But you can't hover it to see if there's like a, a rock or something you can push over and find gold in. Mm. So something like that, stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's a really good version. I've been enjoying playing that. Um, and I think that's all I'm going to talk about because I can't remember anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that's a really good game still. I love the the, the, the tree is really good in that. Uh, the skill tree. Um, you can... There's, there's a lot of the side quests end up with you fucking people, so that's great. You know, uh, okay. you can go buy, you can go buy or it's, straight or gay. It's, Greece. it's all good. <laughs> or all three. Yeah, or all three. Yeah. Just you know. But I guess that's buy. Sexuality is fluid. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um. That's true. That would just be buy. Yes, exactly. That's. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So that's enough of that. Uh, let's head on into the news. Uh, speaking of going by, let's go an- animalist. I don't know. What do they call what? that? Feel, feel your animality. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, smooch Colonel Sanders in this official KFC dating game. Oh yeah, I always wanted to suck the Colonel's dick. Sorry, <laughs> J- Justin. That's great. Is this like we're dating Colonel Sanders, or are we dating his chicken? I don't know. What this um. Is. I didn't go any further <laughs> than it's a Colonel Sanders dating sim. That, that's, that's that's all I cared about. Okay, since you're so, uh, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Steam page says it includes nine characters, multiple hours of playthrough, uh, multiple hours of playthrough. Good sentence. Uh, secret <laughs> ending, secret recipes, and eleven herbs and spices. Uh, we'll find out more at some point in the future, since the game is just listed as coming soon. This is all just... We're not sponsored by uh, Kentucky This is the Matrix. We should be, though. We're just living in a dating simulation. I would love it. I take one to the team every single time just to get a bucket of KFC. The (laughs) game's description reads, Throughout your journey, you'll be faced with life-changing decisions that will affect your chances of friendship and love. But be careful. Do I get the number six or the number five (laughs) this time? Uh, Your choices have real consequences with real animated characters' feelings at stake. So that's fun. Oh no! <laughs> this would be much more fun if, like, if it was like the other mascots too. Like, oh, like you that would pick. cause a lot of issues. Yeah. I think. Oh, let everybody. We're in the world of crossovers, man. Anything can happen these days. Ronald, yeah. Ronald, Ronald McDonald can fuck Colonel Sanders. Chuck E. Cheese is still kicking, right? Get his, uh, get his rat ass in here. <laughs> They they could actually do the like the Popeyes versus uh, uh, Chick Fil A feud in the game. <laughs> they could. They'll probably drop mention to it in the game or something. Mm-hmm. If they're smart, they will. Uh, so let's go retro for a minute here. Capcom Home Arcade brings uh sixteen arcade games with it. Yeah, and three of them you've actually heard of. Uh, 
A lot you of heard these. If you're like, I feel more than 1944 Loopmaster, Aliens vs Predator, Armored Warriors. Come on, uh, Armored Warriors actually never came out to the West, so I wouldn't blame him. But it's still within the on. same series. It might have. Like, it was, it was other games small. in the series have come out here though. All right, yeah. the ones I know: Alien vs Predator. I mean, I didn't know it was a game, but I know those things. Uh, Final Fight. You've heard of I couldn't tell what that was at first. Ghosts, Ghouls and Ghosts, never played it, but I've heard of it. Mega Man The Power Battle, um, Street Fighter 2, of course, and, I mean, I guess Super Puzzle Fighter. You never heard of Strider? You never heard of Mega Man The Power Battle? No, that's, that's, I listed that one. That's one of them I've heard of. Did you? It's Strider. Okay. You never heard of Strider? Captain, Captain Commando? Uh, you play more of Capcom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, Captain, that's his game. He's a beat-em-up. Uh, the other ones here I've heard are of that. Cap- just because I've played another beat 'em up doesn't mean I've heard of that. Let me just let's stop the no. rest. Uh, Capcom Sports Club, uh, Cyberbots, Full Metal Madness, Darkstalkers, The Night Warriors, Darkstalkers. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, is that what that says? Um, Echo Fighters. I know that final. Uh, yeah, you said Final Fight. Uh, Giga Wing, Pro Gear, and that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. I just wish it wasn't on the stupid. <laughs> yeah, everything's ugly. Uh, it's fun. Like realistic, like Capcom released the like, the uh, arcade collection like about a year ago. In a lot of these games, like 1944, AVP, Captain Commando's already on there. Final Fantasy's already on there. Like they could be on do a volume two of that for twenty bucks again. You'll make more money. Like, <clears throat> ugh. uh, so keeping it in the realm of Japan, we have Yakuza. Uh, seven has been renamed as Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, like a dragon. I know, that's, oh. what, that's the only thing I can think of when I read that title. That's such a Japanese title, I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently the gameplay share shows off combat, karting, and movie theater. So, go karting. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a, there's some other kind of mini game in there, isn't there? Yeah, Deep Massage. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that it? <laughs> That's Yakuza. I thought, uh... I didn't watch this trailer I just, or anything. I, I just made that up. I don't... I, if it's in there, I'm gonna be like, called it! I thought there was something. <laughs> I honestly... I haven't seen the trailer either. I just saw the name. And it's coming January 16th, 2020. So, I still need to play through the other Yakuza games. So I'm gonna wait, and I'll get the... That other Weeaboo game. Uh... Yeah, oh, it was the, the Pachi Slot. That was it. Oh, yeah, Pachi Slot. Everyone knows that. Uh. Okay. I, I thought it was like a pachinko machine, but I guess it's not. It's a huge risk, but I hope it pays off for them. <laughs> um, I wish they would have fit Seven into there somehow. Like, call it Yakuza Seven Dragon or something. Yeah. They probably want to not put the number on there so that they can bring new people into it. That's true. That's, ge- that's, that's generally what people do when you want to... I guess. When you wanna or try maybe they're worried about spin. labeling it like a number, because if people don't like it, they can still put out Yakuza 7 later. But considering the Japanese title is 7, I doubt they'd do that. Yeah, it's probably more than likely just like, hey, it's a it's a unknown number Yakuza game, come try it out. Because Yakuza is at its all-time high in its popularity, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um... Moving on, let's talk about some other JRPG stuff. We got uh, Lost... What is it? Lost Ocean? Star, Star Ocean, Ocean, baby! <laughs> yeah, Star Ocean First Departure R, which is a remake of a remake. Uh, so, uh, just to give a brief history, Star Ocean released on the Super Famicom in the mid-90s. Never That version never came over to the West. We didn't get a, a version of Star Ocean 1 till the PSP in 2007-2008, which I own... Got it for fifteen dollars. Fucking steal. Um, and uh, so this is a remake of that. It's based off the PSP version. So Square Enix, I know you have those fucking Final Fantasies on PSP files somewhere. Fucking find them. That's why I wanted to bring this up really just to yell at Square. Uh, but this is actually really cool because uh, this is going to be still using the PSP game. Uh, it's going to have the voiceover. It's going to have three options of voices between the original PSP cast, which actually features Yuri Lowenthal, which I didn't know. Uh, he plays the main character, um, <laughs> whose name I forget. Roddick Ferenc. Yeah, it's all, I lo- yeah. Roddick I didn't know that offhand. It literally was on screen when you said it. <laughs> oh, okay, it's yeah, for me. It's just on the pause menu. Uh, but yeah, he plays your uh, your is him. Uh, it's a cool concept. Like this is like super super niche 
like JRPG. But so like I said, you get the two original ones, and then you get a new one, which is featuring the original voice cast from the Super Famicom version. So that the Japanese Super Nintendo had voice acting in it. That's dope. Uh, it's also going to have new character illustrations, so you can choose between the say if you played the PSP one from oh god ten years ago, um, uh, ten years ago, or you can go with the new illustrations, which you know either or. Uh, I li- I personally don't like the new illustrations, so I'll probably if I get this game, I'll probably stick with the uh, the old ones. Uh, and it's also going to have a speed mode similar to Final Fantasy remakes, where you can you know just speed the fuck up and better balancing. Or uh, it says uh, just game balance. Uh, just the battle to enable players to enjoy more challenging combat a signature quality of the Star Ocean series and there's some screenshots on there um Star Ocean is is like I played this game on PSP it's hard I don't know what I did wrong I played it like every JRPG I played I go left I you know beat up some things the game kicks your ass so hard so you should have gone right instead of left probably but like I went the direction I died so many times and I don't know what I did wrong. I have never felt so betrayed for it because the premise is so cool. It's like outer space and like and and um, medie- not medieval, but like old Renaissance fair times being together. It's it's a pretty neat concept, and there's like a broader thing to it of like how it all connects. But like I hope they fix that issue. I don't know. Again, I can never. I don't know what the Super Nintendo one was like, or the, the Famicom version of the more correct. But I hope they fix that because I want to. Pl- I wanted to play this. Because it was a, it's such a cool idea, and the, I like the sprite works really cool, um, and I think the music was pretty cool. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll do the second one, which is the, actually the only one we actually, which is the first one we got. We got the second game on the PlayStation, uh, which is also on PSP. But yeah, Square, you have this on PSP. Why don't you release Final Fantasies one through four on PSP on the fucking eShop, huh? I know you have those files, assholes. Anyways, go buy Star Ocean December fifth. It's releasing worldwide. <coughs> And because like maybe like a like a tenth of a person who, who like likes this likes this franchise, it's super niche. Support it. It's neat that the I like the art style because it's the same as Grandia One, and that's a good art style. But I hope they don't butcher the aliasing and stuff on it like they did that game. We'll see. But I I, I probably won't buy it at launch because I have the PSP version. So mm. if I really want to play it, I'll charge my PSP. And just try to look up at a guide and see, well, okay, I'll just follow a guide and just do it that way. Uh, following that, we also have Romancing Saga 3 coming to the West on November 11th, Remembrance Day. So many JRPGs. Okay. I don't remember this being a 2D game. I guess I'm thinking of a different, like, saga game. Because I played one... Saga Frontier? Later. Yeah. Isn't that, that like one. a different thing? That one. Yeah, it's a different yeah. game. It's still Saga, though, right? Like, it's the same series? I don't think so. Uh, it's got the same uh, font, so it must be in the same family of something. Yeah, I think I looked this up at one time. But, anyway, I'm watching the trailer, and, like, the sprite art on this is really cool. Because, it, like, it manipulates the parts of the sprites, like, in real time. So, like, it looks like they're kind of, like, just smushing the transform around in Photoshop, but it works. It's, like, really nicely animated. Yeah. Even though it's sprite art. And it's really crisp sprite art, too. I like the backgrounds, too. They're, like, it's really old school, but, like, very, like, very nicely smoothed out old school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm getting Final Fantasy VI vibes from some of these backgrounds. Okay. Oh, yeah, I had looked this up before, because, like, uh, Final Fantasy Legend... Uh, two and three, I think, on uh, the Game Boy, are considered technically uh, saga games. Like the first Final Fantasy, or no, sorry, is that right? Final Fantasy Adventure. That's the Secret of Mana. Yeah. So yeah, Legend, series. Legend one and two is what I meant. Are saga games, and so there's like all these Final Fantasy games on the Game Boy that weren't actually Final Fantasy games. Like now that we've looked back. Um, so, oh, there were three of them. Uh, so yeah, there's Saga 1 through 3, and then there's Saga Frontier, Saga Frontier 2, Unlimited Saga, which is the one I played. It's on PS2. Uh, and then a new Romancing Saga game in 2005 that was probably PS2. <laughs> 
And then, like, some um, mobile games, looks like. More recently. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, and one on the Vita, apparently. Saga Scarlet Grace. Who remembers that thing? No one, probably. Except the one guy still on Vita Island. I my see best you. Friend. <laughs> and I pity yeah, you. My best friend my best friend says hi. <laughs> uh but yeah, so I, I played Unlimited Saga. That's why like the saga naming sounded familiar, but that game confused me. Okay. Mm. Move anyway, we can move on, I guess. Or was it Saga Frontier? That looks familiar too. Yeah, it's... that was on regular PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Uh Ben, do you want to talk about Capcom Universe? Uh, I mean, I kind of talked about it earlier oh. during the games I played. I mean, it's I'll say it again, oh. it's free to download. It's not going to give your computer a virus if you are hankering for some Capcom on Capcom action because for some reason, Capcom doesn't just go, why don't we just do it ourselves? You know, just pull a Thanos. Oh, wait, they probably can't pull a Thanos because they don't want to do Marvel stuff. Um, just do it themselves. So uh, go play it. It's free, and they're going to be adding more stuff. So, yeah, go play it. Okay, so quick aside, Saga Frontier looks familiar because it's one of the games I was going to do for my uh, suggested PS1 games list, but I hated it and didn't feel like actually including it in the video. Maybe sad. That's why it looks familiar. Um, it's weird. I didn't... It's, it uh, is very weird, but it's very cool. Um, sure. <laughs> Ring Fit. Let's talk about Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, so we talked yes. about this last week, uh, but we didn't have like a whole lot of info, just the tease. And now Obesity Nintendo came dead, out boys. with their uh, their full video on this. So, guys, what do we think? It's totally not what I expected, <laughs> but I love it so much more because of that. Like, I legit thought this was just going to be like you know Switch Fit. Like that's what everyone was saying. It's just going to be the exercises, the mini games, whatever. But the fact that they like created a friggin' like adventure RPG game with this goofy little ring thing and the leg strap yeah. is just like stay stay crazy Nintendo and the weird robotic presenters they have doing this like it's it's presented as like an infomercial and they know exactly what they're doing here like I'm I have expected this to be made by like Devolver Digital or something yeah it looks weird. like it would be yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it works. Like, it actually makes a lot of sense. Like, running, you know, moving around the field, you actually run. And you can simplify it so you're just kind of, like, moving your legs if you're trying to stay quiet. Or, you know, like, if you're just lazy and don't want to actually do the thing. Or I'm if sure you're you chafing like, just and it really hurts. Yeah. So, like, there's a scale of stuff to do. Yeah. But... It also, like, you're just exercising while playing a game. Like, that's how these games should work. Like, that's how VR is. Look at Beat Saber. You can get a, a workout in Beat Saber and not even realize it. But when you actually go and work out, like, it's a chore. Yeah. Like, super um, hot. Like, I, I talked about this, like, maybe a year or two ago. Yeah. And I told you I was sweating up a storm. There's even a calorie mm-hmm. uh, trophy tied to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing with Wii Fit. It's, like, at the end of the day, it's still just exercising. Like, there might be thinly veiled mini-games, but it's exercising. This feels like you're just playing a game using your body. Because, like, that kind of ring thing is a more natural, like, controller feel. You're not on a board kind of moving your body weirdly, and... I don't know. Like, granted, you're still in positions. Like, when you have to, like, put it between your thighs... They straight up call, like, some of the enemies need to be killed by doing yoga positions. Right. Yeah. Like, that's a little... You know, okay. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's also really goofy that the character on screen is, like, doing these yoga positions while enemies uh-huh. are taking damage. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but I like, like, they're, they're very natural movements, too. Like, holding it against your abs to shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, putting it over your head and, like, kind of doing a motion and, like, fling, like lobbing out an attack. And, yeah. Um, there's one where you're, like, going side to side and, like, it's doing, like, kind of a combo hit. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, like, your experience is based on how much you mix up your exercises, essentially. So, like, you actually are incentivized in-game for doing different exercises instead of spamming the one thing that's easy. Yeah. So, like, if you think of it as an RPG, which, I mean, technically it is, where, like, you can just smash A to win, or you can use different abilities and stuff to, like, raise, like, maybe your magic power or whatever, like Final Fantasy II, where you, you know improve your stats by doing the thing 
Like you raise your attack by attacking, you raise your magic by using magic, that kind of thing. If you think of it like that, like it actually incentivizes you to not just do like the mash A to gr- to attack grind. Um, right. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff here. And it also has like just the traditional exercises, the mini games, some really cool mini games too. Like I I liked my favorite was probably the uh the like hover game where you're kind of like you have a uh what's that called? Like a glider and you're just kind of like moving side to side to like glide down and get coins. Mm-hmm. That thing was really cool. Uh yeah. I've been looking to get more exercise lately. I was thinking of joining a gym again. I would get this if I had the space for it. I don't. Um I have the VR, but that's, like, covered in cat hair now, so I don't know what to do <laughs> about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it seems cool. If it works the way it's intended to, it's going to be gonna be great. Well, I also really like that you can use the infrared camera on the, uh, the Joy-Con to do your heart rate. Yeah. Like, I love that they're actually, like, finding gimmicks to use with that thing, because it seems so unnecessary. Yeah. It's not going to be 100% accurate, but it's going to give you a good estimate. That's the same thing the watches do. They're just using a light through your skin to find the pulse. That's all that is. Uh, if anything, infrared's more accurate. Ben, you have anything to say or we're going to move on? Yeah, I found my new fetish tool. <laughs> Alright! Is this your kink? Moving on. Yeah. This, this, this I, just, I, just, ring I got a boner by watching that. Ben's going to put a ring on it. Oh, uh... That is a large ring. <laughs> yeah. You need to get that looked at. <laughs> Fellas, I'm free. DMs are oh actually I think our DMs are but oh, are <laughs> and my last news story for today uh, is Control is getting free DLC and a pair of expansions. Uh, the free DLC is going to be a new game mode called Expeditions uh, and a photo mode because this because of course of course. Um, but the thing that I'm most interested in is the expansions. Uh, there's the foundation, but. What I'm more interested in, in is the AWE expansion. Oh my god, Kenny Omega's going to be in this <clears> game? <throat> and uh, so AWE's in the game itself is actually supposed to stand for Altered World Event. But it also... Yeah, sure. <laughs> but the best tweet I saw out there about this is that it actually stands for Alec, Alan Wake expansion. I'm like, oh, that's so good. And if you like scroll and zoom into the, the, the logo for AWE... It looks exactly like the cover for Alan Wake. Someone with a flashlight in the forest. Holding it in the exact same position. Uh, the, like, the gun and the flashlight. It's so good. So. And there's references to Alan Wake in Patrol. And, uh, apparently, um, Max Payne. I didn't hear about that one, but Justin informed me on that one. The voice actor plays a character in the game. That's all I know. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure there's more to it than that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like both the Alan Wake and the the Max Payne voice actors play other roles yes, in this game. Yeah, they do. Which could just be a nod, you know, like, "Hey, we like working with you," or it could go deeper. <laughs> it always goes deeper. It's not. It's not a lake. It's an ocean. This seems like the kind of game that goes as deep as it needs to go. I'm really looking forward Ladies. to it. I'm still playing it. Uh, I'm still getting a kick out of all the like the physics and stuff. Uh, just like dashing through things and breaking stuff. And- it's, so it's cool fun. to watch. I don't think I'd like playing it, yeah. but it is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm really liking right. it. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Justin, where can the people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch slash Mixer, if I can ever get that up and running. Um, I recorded something. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do that. I recorded something that will be out in the near future when I get around to editing it. I was going to do that before we started, and then I played a game instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm actually making stuff again, so that's exciting. Ben? You can find me at twitter.com slash Pennywise the Dancing Clown, where I lure small children into the storm drain. Not looking that one up. to devour their flesh. Um, there probably is a account of that already. Uh, but is it me? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Uh, you'll float too, yada yada yada, the cue card says <laughs> That's it? Okay. You'll float too. There, I said it again. Um, Twitter.com slash Marvel Yeah, I know. I was going to say... <laughs> I don't know. 
Wait, wait, Mike had a question. Are we going to ignore oh, it? Oh, fuck yeah. I was just worried about the storm. Yeah, I was like, Mike the TV had a question. Yeah, so Mike the TV wrote in. Uh, thank you for reminding me, Ben, because I actually want, like, I always want to get to these. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Pennywise does not forget shit like that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let me bring this up. I also forgot, but I didn't sleep last night, in my defense. Yeah, I stole his soul. Um, so Mike asked a question. Uh, most desired sequel to a game or movie? Uh, start with Ben, since he brought it up. Oh shit, god damn it. Um, <laughs> most desired game... Uh, or movie. Or, mo- or movie. I don't really have anything on movies. Because uh, most of them, I just want them to stop at one because they can never top that. Uh, Game-wise, though, Sonic Mania 2. Just to be That's easy. fair. Hmm. Give me that game with all original zones and all original music. And show me that Sonic can be good without hanging on to the hinges of the past. Sorry, the cue cards are going really fucking slow right now. Uh, Justin? I like seeing Mike's questions like when he asks them, so I can have the whole show to think about it, and I still never have anything, because he asks good questions. Yeah, he does. Um, I See, the obvious answer is a new Metroid game, obviously. But that's I don't want to do the obvious thing, because, like, <laughs> that's easy. So I think my my biggest thing, like as far as a forgotten to, you know, time time option would be a new Chrono game. Oh nice. Like a sequel to Chrono Cross slash Chrono Trigger. Because really Why would you want to be perfection? Because like the way that Chrono Cross worked, like Chrono Trigger didn't need a sequel. But Chrono Cross like built on that world and kinda tied in without really needing actually being a sequel. Because it's kind of an alternate tale that also stands on its own. So I just want another game. Like, they did time hopping. They did dimension hopping. I want to see, like, another take. Because they were, they were, they had one in development. Uh, what was it? Chrono Break? I think it was. And they never made it. So I want to know what that was going to be. Virtua Fighter 6. There you go. Mm. Um, I'll say for mine, uh, Alan Wake 2. Uh,. Doesn't that exist? Uh, there's uh, Alan Wake American Nightmare, which was not two. It just took place after the events of the first game. It was standalone was DLC, but it didn't really oh, okay. evolve the story forward. He was still okay. trapped in like that weird dimension under the under the lake. So, I actually didn't realize it was only one game in that. Like I thought that was a series. It was, yeah, it was one game plus two DLC packs, and then they came out. It's so American iconic. Nightmare. It's, You'd think there would be more. I never heard of it. It's really good. Um, the the story is great. Like it's like a Stephen King type of story. Ooh, yeah. you've intrigued me. Uh, it even opens Pennywise, the same we way. Got a game to play. Uh, sorry, what was that? I said Pennywise. He's being weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The cocaine's kidding in. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter, where I tweet out these shows. You can also email us a question, Thomas at charshot.com. I'm going to recording my Destiny podcast tomorrow with Sully. I've been putting that off for the past couple of weeks because I got a car. And that <laughs> took some time to get. With a nice color, too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Apple green. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night. You'll float, too. Okay. I think. Please do this.